Yeah, you know you can't be mad at it. Hello, guys. Welcome back. Hi, friends. Hi, friends. <laughs> how you doing? You know, <laughs> I don't know. How I'm all right. Doing. I'm doing all right. I'm feeling stupid today. I'll tell you. Yeah. But this is a good episode. Yeah. So today is going to be a little bit different of an episode because life just happens. Yeah. And what we're learning on this on this podcast journey is that. We never know where it's gonna, where the wind's gonna take us, and it life is moving fast, and life's moving fast. So, a little moral of today, I think everyone just like stop and smell the roses and enjoy the ride. Yeah, because like life is fun and life is moving. So yeah. and it's don't not blink. about the destination; yeah. it's about the journey. <laughs> and boy, yes. have we been on a journey! Oh yes. So to give a little bit of a background for today's episode, in I believe it was our second episode. I had mentioned a journey that I was going to start, my tequila journey. And I had talked about this guy. His handle is the Tequila Collective. His name's Rob. And um, I had put up a clip about some of the things he talks about, about different tequilas and the additives and stuff that are being put in it and just like sifting through like to find good tequilas. Um, And that was my goal is to start my tequila journey. And I had put up a clip tagging him in it. And we had gotten so like flooded with comments on that post about different people and, and tequilas and their thoughts on it and stuff like that. And then Rob reached out, um, and had, he had commented on the, um, post about being on an episode like, Oh, next you have to get me on or whatever. And then I very randomly was scrolling through his stories and he had said that he was going to be in New York for a couple of days. So I ran to him, DM'd him. You're going to be in New York. When are you going to be here? We're in New York. Um, and he was like, I'm only going to be here for two days. Um, I was like, oh, I'm sure, sure your schedule is like really busy. You're only going to be here for two days. And he was like, no, actually, it's it's pretty like open. I have some time if you guys want to meet me. So Natalie and I jumped on a train and we headed into the city and we hung out with and talked to Rob, our buddy Rob. Collective. And it just it all happened so fast. It literally all happened in, in like within 24 hours. And yeah. I have never expected that this guy that I had followed on Instagram now for so long talking about tequilas which I'm not even a big tequila drinker, so it's just an, very bizarre. Yet. Yet, but I will be. And it's, it's this guy that I had followed, and then all of a sudden I was in the city with him. We were at a liquor store, and he picked out a bottle for me to start my tequila journey. Yeah. So just very bizarre how life happens. And, and um, he's from L.A. Yes. So it's just cool to think of, like, mm-hmm. how – I know we always talk about all the cons, I feel like, of social media, but it is – like a pro is that like this stuff like this happens. how big the world is how small things like yeah social media can make it feel you like know? I said I never expected this guy that I followed that I was like oh I really am gonna follow his Instagram for his tequila would then be picking out my tequila yeah. in person with me right and, and he was so cool so and nice he was so cool and so yeah. nice and it was just like what a fun day we had what a fun experience yep. Um, and we then now have a that, friend out in LA. We have a friend in LA, and then we did a couple a couple things. We got some lunch at this really cool place after, which we'll talk about. But for now, we're gonna start this episode with Tequila Rob. Tequila Rob, enjoy, guys. Enjoy <laughs> all the things you need to know about tequila. So, like, if you're drinking like this kind of stuff, you're drinking garbage. Like, so, a hundred percent agave right. means like it's it's literally made up. Fully with like what does that even mean? So an agave plant, an agave plant is a is a 
plant that's indigenous to the American Southwest into like Mexico. Okay. Um, and they are more close. A lot of people think that they're succulents or they're cactus, but really they're closer related to asparagus. And what they are, these big giants, you know, they come in many varieties. I think there's like around 200, 200 to 250 varieties of agave. Tequila can only be made from one type, low lever agave. So what they'll do is they'll take this giant plant, it has these big leaves, uh, which are pretty spiky. They cut those off and it, it reveals the heart, what we call the quinoa. Um, that has a lot of sugars in it. So what they'll do is they'll chop it up and they'll roast it, typically using steam to cook it. And then they'll extract the juice from the fibers and then that is fermented and then that becomes alcohol and it's distilled. And that becomes tequila. Oh, wow. So most, all tequila is going to be made from 100%. Or I'm sorry, all tequila is going to be made from blue agave. Okay. Not all of them are 100% agave. But the problem with the, the regulatory body that regulates tequila is, by law, you can say you're 100% agave while still using additives. So even though this is 100% on the label, this has about 1% of something that is not so natural. Probably like artificial color, artificial you know sweetener, um, things to add texture to it. So when people tell me I hate tequila, I've only had Jose Cuervo in college, or I only drink 818, or I only drink 1942, the problem is you're drinking stuff with additives in it. So you want to drink something that's additive free, and that's like the stuff that I always talk about. So you are not going to go from this to like this shelf, which is all additive free stuff, and be like, oh my god, I love tequila. But this is going to be, I'm just being honest with you, it's, it's a, it, like all alcohol, it's an acquired taste, but this is going to at least be more natural and not give you those weird, like overly sweet vibes and shit like that. So, yeah, what about hangover wise? This, this is going to be less of a hangover too, because again, you don't have, sugar. yeah, well, it's not even the sugar, you just don't have but again, it's all alcohol, so if you're over drinking any amount of alcohol, whether it comes out of you or not, you're going to fuck yourself up. Yeah. Okay. So. Alright, and now we were talking about like different things that we were unsure of. Like, so, okay, Blanco, Sato, Anejo. The difference is how long it's. How long they're aged. So, Blancos can be aged up to 60 days, but okay. technically they just go straight from the still into a bottle. Okay. Reposados, reposado, if you want to, people give me shit about how I speak Spanish because <laughs> I barely speak Spanish. So a reposado is aged from anywhere from 60 days to 364 days. Okay. As soon as it hits that one year mark, it becomes an añejo. And anything that's aged from a year to three years is an añejo, and anything that's three years or older is an extra añejo. Okay. So. And then what was the... Yeah, what's a mezcal? So, what the hell is mezcal? So mezcal is a is a basically a common spirit. So tequila is a type of mezcal, but because it's such a big industry on its own, it has all of its own denomination and all kinds of things like that. So it's actually a different. Yes and no. There are certain regulations for tequila specifically. But it is a type of mezcal, whereas other mezcals, which are over there, um, they can be made from a bunch of different varieties of agave. So, like, remember, this can only be made from one type of agave if it's tequila, blue pepper. Um, 
but mezcal can be made from, I think, anywhere from like 30 to 40 different varieties. The, the process of how they make it differs a little bit as well. Um, usually it's the cooking process that's the biggest difference, um, but it's really just the agave and, and the cooking process and, and the location where it's made. Tequila can only be made in one of five regions in Mexico, the most being made in uh, the state of Jalisco. Um, whereas mezcal has their own regions in Mexico, mainly Oaxaca is where mezcal is made. Yeah, it's pretty. And then, and then there's different varieties of mezcal along with tequila. There's Sotol, there's Racia, there's all kinds of uh, different types of, of mezcal. So yeah, it's there's a lot of there's a lot to know, but it's also pretty basic if you want to boil it down. Now, where we were talking about like, all the different things on the desk, so I'm going to forget everything, but how did you get started, like, educating yourself on all of this? Uh, this is so interesting. I I have look at me, I'm just a fucking nerd. <laughs> where did, like, the, were you always just to feel like God? Uh, no, so, I was in my early 20s, we would... We would, uh, after work, I'd go to, you know, different, like, bars with the guys that I worked with, and we would just drink beer, and it got to a point, I was, like, 25, I'm 32 now, and I was like, I don't want to drink beer anymore, like, it, it's too filling, it tastes like shit, you know, so, um, I was like, I need to have, like, an adult drink, so I tried whiskey, you know, I was going to be, like, a bourbon bro, because, okay. you know, what else are, yeah. you know, a bourbon white, bro. Typical white man, yeah. you know, gotta be a bourbon bro. And I was like, nah, I don't wanna. Bourbon was just too hot for me. Yeah. And it was starting to get very popular, so the prices were going way up. Um, scotch was too smoky for me, and that's why I don't drink a lot of mezcal, because it's also very smoky because of the way they cook the agave. Okay. Um, so I stayed away from from that, and I was just like, I don't, I don't wanna do whiskey. Didn't wanna get into wine, because that felt like too whatever. Um, but there was something about the bottles on the shelf. The the pretty bottles of tequila like suckered me in. But now but now but now I know that like you wanna you wanna avoid the pretty bottles if you can. There are some pretty bottles to be to be had, but for the most part you you wanna avoid those because they're using their really pretty decanter, you know, Place is probably the best example. They're using that really pretty bottle. To sell a really cheap, shitty tequila. They hand paint. I saw a video. Right? Yeah, I mean, it, it is a work of art. They're all handmade. They're yeah. they're ceramic. They're all painted. Like yeah. that's great. Like, I love that. But like, make a good tequila before. <laughs> if you need your bottle to sell yeah. your, your liquid, it's like not. it's backwards. I would rather you have a good liquid in a really just you know this this is this is one of the best bottles you can get. This is uh, really traditionally made. It's comes from a great distillery. Um, this bottle is just a plain, like basically a wine bottle that they slap a label on. Yeah. And a lot of people overlook it because they're not familiar with the brand, they're not familiar with this bottle. And this bottle doesn't stand out unless you know what you're looking for compared to, actually the best example is that bottle of Tapatio right there. That's even, that's even less pretty in my opinion. Which one? This oh, bottle. This, yeah. This is the best value bottle you can get. This is like the best value. I wouldn't look at that label and go, no, no, yeah, that's is, a good tequila, this is right, the best, right? This is the best value. This is a screw off top, doesn't even have a cork. Um, the Tapatio, you go hot sauce. Um, you know, so, but this is the best value in this store. This is the best value in any store for the most part. But, now, is it true that tequila is the only liquor that's a stimulant? No. 
That's not uh, I don't believe that. I think that's a myth. Um, some people will argue that it is. All alcohol is a depressant at, at a certain level. So, so like you'll have a more fun time if you drink tequila because it's a stimulant. Well, that's just because Mexicans are the part that <laughs> people hang out with. So that's probably why you'll be having a good time. That the Mexican people are just amazing. So. And then we said because we were talking about the like bourbon was like too warm. Now drinking tequila, chilled. No. Really? Yeah, so to drink any spirit, if you want to get the full flavor, you want to drink it pretty much around room temperature. Neat. You don't want it over ice, you don't want it to be watered down, you don't want it to be chased with anything, you don't want to take shots of it. I mean, you can drink however you want. Like, if you're spending the money on a bottle, fuck it, I don't give a shit. Natalie is not, um, like she said, a tequila person yet. But, I guess that. Are, right. So we talk a lot about additive free and stuff like that. Are other liquors like your vodkas or gin or whatever? Are there similar stories of like um, them being made? Like some you know, companies can get money corners to make you know whatever. Are there people like you who really break down tequila for those other? Spirits? I'm sure there are. Right. I I know that there are. I don't know. I can't give you a definitive answer. I have heard in whiskey that there are additives. Yeah, okay. I don't know how prevalent they are. I don't know what the purpose of them is. I would assume it's similar to the tequila industry. Yeah. I, I really don't know. I know a lot of wines have additives in them as well. Yeah. But again, that's that's I don't that's all I know. I don't know yeah. a lot about other alcohol besides what I like from those categories of spirits. Yeah. Uh, I really just know. But you could probably do the deep dive if you want. To oh, I'm sure I could find. Oh, I'm sure. Other, yeah, I could find the information. We might have to do. We might have to do that. We you might have a lot to of googling, and then you yeah. know, because of what I do in tequila, like I've run into a lot of people and other you know spirits that do something similar, and I'm sure I could you know message yeah. them and figure it out. Totally. If so if you had to drink one tequila for the rest of your life, only one. There is, there, I, I don't have one. Uh, it has to be one I mean, I could, I'll give you, I'll give you three that I okay, can drink, that are here, okay. that are here. Um, I mean, because the ones that I would drink forever are not here. This one's a really good one, San Rebaez. Uh They also, the same distillery makes this bottle here. Okay. This one's super good. Ah, shit, now I'm gonna have to make like five because there's a bunch of them. <laughs> that Tapatio Blanco, that's, that's a good one. Okay. Um, but I mean, like, this is a great brand, Los Dos. Okay. Um, Artanon is really cool because they highlight, you notice these numbers. Uh, these numbers denote the distillery where they come from. Okay. So each distillery is assigned a four digit number. Um, so this brand highlights different distilleries within their brand. So this is a different distillery than this, than this. Right. Uh, there's just like, I don't like to answer the question of what's the best, what's my favorite, what's yeah. the one that I would drink forever, because a lot of it depends on your mood. They all do something different for you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of it depends on your mood. Sometimes it depends on the weather. Sometimes yeah. it depends on, you know, am I at home at night just having yeah. a glass by myself? Am I with my friends having you know, a whole tasting? It just it really depends. Yeah. So then, how how much? What is the most expensive bottle of tequila? Uh, I have a few bottles that were in the $300 range. But the thing that I like to tell people is good tequila doesn't 
expensive. And expensive tequila isn't always good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you know, there are bottles here, I'm sure somewhere in the store that I think there's a couple over there that you know, they're several hundred dollars. I would yeah. never drink them. Yeah. I would just I would never drink them because yeah. they're not good. Yeah. So when um we talked about me starting my tequila journey. The recommendations you sent, a lot of them, I think most of them were reposados was what it was to start yeah. with. That's, that's I feel best. like, yeah, I feel like, but you know, growing up, like starting to drink whatever, I've always like gravitated towards, or you think you're supposed to gravitate towards the clear tequila right. or silver right. tequila. Right. Right. But you're saying no. Yeah, so, so a, repo, a repo is a good place to start. And the reason why is because, again, it's got a little bit of time in a barrel, anywhere from two, okay. two to 12 months. Yeah. And that time in a barrel, and normally they're like, you know, there's no normal average time, but a lot of them are just, you know, four, five, six months in a barrel. Yeah. So it's enough to keep that agave flavor, um, you know, which can, it's, a, it's a plant, so it can yeah. be very vegetal, but also it can give very fruity and floral um, types of flavors and aromas. But then you can also get like, weird amounts of minerality and yeah. vegetal like uh you know olives and asparagus and like just all right. kinds of weird flavors but by sitting in a barrel for a few months it gives a little bit of sweetness okay. that sweetness i think makes it easier for people to drink when they're just getting into tequila, tequila. otherwise blancos can be a little too harsh yeah and añejos and extra añejos they start to get a little too much like whiskey yeah. because they spent too much time in a barrel. They're all good, and whatever the preference is, like, that's up to you. I don't, you yeah. know, again, I don't care what you drink as long as you're enjoying it, but right. I think if you want to start, a Reposado is the best place to start. Okay. So, all right, cool. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to pick up the bottle today of Reposado. Let's, let's pick one out. Yeah, oh yeah, let's pick out a Reposado from the store with my tequila journey with the uh, tequila collector. Yeah, <laughs> who actually, knew that's where this was going to take us? Yeah, who knew? <laughs> Who knew? So let's go through because there's a couple that I see, right. but I'm not I'm not sure what if you have a budget. I'm not sure if you have like a desired like flavor or aroma profile that you I'm are like preferring. Really, it's gonna start from scratch here. Okay, on so so I actually just posted a video uh, yesterday of some of like my favorite bottles in the twenty dollar price range. Okay that I think are good models to start with okay. uh, because of their price range. Um, is this, so this is one of them. Okay. Uh, that looks like, is that a liter? Yeah, that's a liter. So I don't know, I don't know if you want a whole liter, but it's just a little bit more than It than will get average. drunk at my house regardless. Yeah, yeah. so. If I like it or not. So this is a good, this is a good budget option and okay. this is a good budget option. But you tried certain tequilas already. Yes. And I think there are a couple on the shelf here that are worth drinking that okay. may not be so budget friendly, but are not too expensive and they're still good. Yeah, I'm down for that. Um, I can do that. This bottle is really good, full ons. Okay. However, I do think it might be a little too advanced, we'll okay. say. All right. So we're going to stay away from that, but I just wanted to point it out so maybe you'll recognize it at a later date if okay. you see it. The one that I would go with, though, is this bottle here. So this it's is, a staff pick. I guess the staff knows what they're talking about. <laughs> staff pick. They got a lot of, lot of crap on the shelves too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the staff picks. But this, yeah, this, this is, yeah, so someone knows what they're doing here. This yeah. is a good one. So Siete Legos, they've been around, this year actually marks their 70th anniversary. Okay. Um, 
they make their tequila in a pretty traditional way, mm -hmm. um, which is really cool to see. They actually still use mules to pull their tahona. And what a tahona is is a giant volcanic stone that crushes the agave once it's cooked. They cook their agave using steam in these old brick ovens, and you can eat cooked agave. Like, it tastes like honey. And Siete Legos has the best cooked agave, in my opinion. Okay. So That's it. I'm sold. You'll get really nice, sweet... Um, they use highland agave, so those highland versus lowland agave typically produces a more floral and fruity flavor and aroma as well. So you'll get nice floral flavors, nice fruity flavors. Uh, you'll definitely get like a little bit of honey flavor as well, which I love. Okay. And then you're just getting a really good quality bottle that uh, comes in a box, which looks fancy. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> it's funny because we had mentioned on our episode we talked about you originally. Yeah. Um, that one of the things that I had seen in one of your videos, I watch a lot of your videos, obviously, was to try and tell how to tell if they're additive free is one of the tricks is to put it on your hands and rub your hands. And if it's sticky, you can kind of tell right away there's additives and it shouldn't yeah, be that way. That, I mean, that's, that's not the, it's not a foolproof way. Right. Well, so Natalie had gone to a wedding this past weekend. Okay. And her boyfriend's sister, was it your boyfriend's sister? Boyfriend's brother's brother's sister. No, boy, no. Oh. boyfriend's brother's girlfriend. Oh, girlfriend, right. Yeah. Jeez, okay. Somebody. Yeah, so. Hands to see because of what we said in the podcast. Yeah. So what are your, we talked about, you mentioned things that you look for when you're looking for. So there's, there's, unfortunately there's no foolproof way. And, yeah. And the biggest problem that I have with tequila, really the only problem I have with tequila is the lack of transparency within the industry. Um, again, you know, every single bottle on the shelf probably says that it's 100% agave, but that does not mean they can't use additives. Because okay. legally they can still say 100% agave while using up to 1% additives. Yeah. Now, a lot of people will say to me, well, 1%, what's the big deal, bro? And for yeah. me, it's not so... It's two things. It's one, the lack of transparency. I mean, it's just dishonest to say that it's 100% when it's technically not. Yeah. Um, but the bigger issue is these additives are, it's not like a little bit of vanilla extract that you get in like, you know, the grocery yeah. store. Right. They're highly concentrated chemicals. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they've been manufactured in laboratories to make it so that it, it's almost seamless, you know, from like, actual natural made tequila to yeah. additive filled tequila. Right. So those are my two biggest issues. Unfortunately, yeah. there there isn't really a way to, to determine just by looking at a label. Right. Um, some bottles, you know, like a bottle like this, it says on the back here, 100% additive free. Oh, so yeah. very small writing though, yeah. because uh, it's harder to get that on the label than you might think. Yeah. But then you also have a brand like this that for whatever reason, they got no additives right, right on the on front. The front yeah. But very few brands are able to do this. So I don't yeah. know, I really don't know how they did so it. So what do you look for when you're trying to buy it? So a couple things are color. Okay. Color is your big indicator. And that's why I typically say stay away from bottles that are like super pretty and you can't see them. Yeah. Either they're colored glass or they're ceramic and you can't see the color. Yeah. Because it's like, what are you guys hiding? Yeah, right. So for me, like, I look at color, okay. um, so I'm trying to look at some, trying to see what a good indication would be. Um, There's something to do. So, like this, this is not aged all that long. 
Yeah. And it is very, very dark. And that could be for a variety of reasons. One, it could be the char that's on the barrel. Yeah. Um, it could be how long it sits in a barrel. Yeah. Or it can be the additives that they use. Right. So even though this is an Añejo, to me, this, this just looks a little too dark right. for what a Añejo should look like. Because if we look, let's see, I'm trying to see if they have any additive free on the echoes, but I don't think they do. Well, we can compare that on So, like, there aren't a lot, that's the problem, we don't have a lot to choose. If we were back home in LA, we could give us some better, some better examples. I'll just stick with that because color, color, color is a big is a big indicator. Yeah. Um, the other thing too, and this is going to sound crazy because I just told you like this is a good value and that's a good value, mm. is price, and yeah. that usually correlates with some verbiage that they have on labels. Um, did I see a bottle of Terramana? I feel like I did. Did I not? So. I'll pick on Terramana. Terramana, they say that they're small batch tequila. It's okay. the Rocks tequila. They're, oh, yes, I've had it before. Right, okay. so somehow they are small batch tequila, yeah. and then The Rock makes Instagram videos about how they've sold more tequila in this last year than any other brand ever. So how are you making a small batch tequila and then selling more than anybody else? Right, right, right. And then on top of it, you're making a small batch tequila and it's only $30? Yeah. Yeah. These brands that are making, you know, this liter bottle for 35, this ain't small batch. Yeah, right. Like they're making a lot of it. Yeah. Um, because you just can't make enough money if you're making only a little bit of tequila and selling it for $32 a yeah. bottle. Yeah. So those kind of things like that to me is a red flag. Yeah. Um, trying to think of a few other things that are that are easy to spot. Um, triple distillation has started to pop up a lot. I've seen brands advertise like we're triple distilled. Once you once you do more than two distillations with tequila, you start to get vodka basically. Oh, okay. you get a, you get agave agave vodka. vodka? Okay. Um, by law, tequila must be distilled twice, but anything more, you start to flush out most of the flavor. Okay. So if it's triple distilled, it either tastes very bland, like pretty much nothing, yeah. or it tastes like apples. Yeah, yeah. So triple distilled is something, um, but a lot of it is just the other thing too is experience. Yeah, you gotta drink a lot. Yeah, well, <laughs> that makes sense. The only way you're really gonna know is if yeah. you drink it. You gotta yeah. drink a lot. Right. Um, you gotta try a lot of things, and then you develop the the flavor, you know, the, the palate for it. Like yeah. that bottle of Casamigos, the Blanco. Yeah. That tastes like like vanilla cake. Right. Now, vanilla can be a natural occurring flavor in tequila, sure. but tequila doesn't taste like vanilla cake. Right. right. So you just start to pick up on things yeah, with experience. Like Unfortunately, there's just so there's no transparency yeah. and there's nothing, you know, there's really nothing we can do. The only other thing I could recommend is there's a website and an app, uh, Tequila Matchmaker, and they have a list of confirmed added free brands. Okay, cool. So I would encourage people to download that free app and yeah. go on you know, and, and look at the list of additive free brands and then I would just buy that stuff. Because yeah. then you know, because they, they're a third party who's gone in and verified. Yeah. Or confirmed. We didn't realize how, because at first when I started this, it was really, oh, just, you know, getting added free, it's like that. We didn't, 
I think once you had reposted our story, I got flooded with comments on, on that post about people yeah. really passionately talking about not just the tequilas that are added free, but what the additive tequilas are doing to that, the industry as a whole, the tequila yeah. industry, how harmful it really is. And yeah. somebody commented, like you said, that 1% is super, super concentrated though. And it's Very. like opened up a whole new, it's just like beyond just about it. Yeah. Tasting good or being added free, it's like a whole other, a whole other world about yeah. tequila and what that industry. Well, keep in mind, so one of the things that I love about tequila is that, you know, unlike whiskey or wine or, you know, most other spirits or alcohol beverages, um, they're very seasonal in whatever crop they use to yeah. produce the product. So, you know, with bourbon, it's, you know, it's got to be corn. So corn is seasonal. Wine is seasonal for grapes. All that stuff is yeah. very seasonal. Agave to mature takes anywhere from six to eight years in the ground. Right. So you plant a field of agave today, you're not doing anything with it for at least six years yeah. until that agave is matured to the sugar content to make tequila. Right. But with additives, what brands are doing, especially the big brands like Don Julio and you know uh, Casamigos, which is owned by the same parent company, those types of brands. They're using very immature agave because they know on the back end they can go and sweeten it up with some kind of additive. Right. They only even, wait that long. Even though the agave didn't have the sugar content necessary to make good quality tequila. In the they're first gonna place. fake it. They're gonna add it. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. And we don't want anybody to ever fake it. No. No faking it. Yeah. No faking it. No. No faking. You never want anybody to fake it. <laughs> well, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to spend. Is there anything else you want to say about tequila and your journey or your just tequilas? Um, no, not really. I don't, I don't well, know. Well, we appreciate, we really appreciate you being yeah. here. This has been such a treat because like we said, I didn't. It, all within 24 hours, this kind of yeah. just came together and this has been, and now I have my first tequila I'm going to start with. Really saw, that's a really solid bottle. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited for you. Let me know yeah. how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Matt, anything you want to add? No, I feel like I learned so much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like I said, it's a whole new world. You a tequila person. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta I don't know. Better quality stuff. How's my hair, by the way? Does it look crazy? Yeah, it looks good. <laughs> it looks, good. <laughs> it looks good. You look fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. 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 Thank and we're back. But yes, we hope you liked our little <laughs> interview with Tequila Rob. I'm not. I, they probably think I'm drunk already, guys. I'm just tired. We didn't even start drinking <laughs> yet. Oh, God. How fun of an experience was that? It really was so cool. First of all, I we love the city. Mm-hmm. Obviously, lately it's been like life has just been life. So it's yeah. been t- more difficult to get there and whatnot. But it's always fun to hop on the train and just hit manhattan yes. it is a luxury of living here on long island totally that we definitely don't take advantage of enough i feel like i used to but not as much anymore because life life is life yeah. Yeah. you don't have a freaking second to mm-hmm. do anything never mind that so right. um going there was awesome the liquor store was huge mm-hmm. so like gave a little bit of like a total wines vibe yeah in the sense that it had everything um, and they were so cool there letting us yeah. film too they had their cute little aprons on yeah i loved it i love an apron moment yeah I for, lo- with the store clerk <laughs> i love that love, love it. it um we obviously learned so much from rob it was just like a cool experience all yeah. around you know yeah. so the only thing that i didn't like about that day was that when we put the camera down 
after we did our interview with Rob, we still spent so much time with him. He walked us to like our next place and we had such a good conversation about just life and um, how he got started, like with his Instagram and all that, um, social media, his life in LA, he was telling us stories and that I wish so badly we would have been able to like really sit him down like we do here with our guests normally and really interview him and talk about because it was so much... So much stuff besides so tequila. Much stuff. So much good stuff. Yeah. It was just such a good conversation. He's such a cool guy. And that was my only like, oh, I wish we would have been able to film yeah. all of that and get all of that. But regardless, it was still, I'm glad we had those moments anyway. So. Yeah, 100%. No, he really was. He was so friendly. So like, um, felt like we were friends with him already. Mm-hmm. He walked us to lunch. Yeah, he walked us to where we we're going to go eat lunch, <laughs> which was so nice. Yeah. You know? And he had just like a lot of good pointers for us and he advice did. for us. And, you know, we discussed how I'm not like a very creative. I'm definitely not a tech savvy person. So I always struggle with posting content, and creating content. Like I give all credit to anyone who's like mm-hmm. a content creator because I genuinely think it's so hard following just like what's trending, what's in, what works, what doesn't, what looks cool. You know, like yeah. it's just it really is a whole new world that I definitely am not experienced or well-versed in you are someone like Rob obviously is he's giving different pointers he said you know post all the time and do this and do that and you and accept that you're going to get criticism and mm-hmm. and hate and and it's just it's a lot and you don't realize like how much goes into it you're scrolling you know we all do it for countless hours scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and you're just like oh that was a good video like next you know and you don't think about how much goes into it you know until you really sit down and talk to someone like that or try doing it yourself and you're like holy fuck like yeah well what did you say about it you were like my brain doesn't work that way just doesn't work that way but some people mine doesn't even really work that way but some people are really like they can just do it like uh, Rob had said that he met with somebody before us, you know, in the morning he had a meeting yeah. and it was this guy who just makes these insane videos and you, it's it's not like not, he doesn't even have to think about it. He right. just, he knows exactly what he's going to post, exactly how he's going to do it, exactly how he's going to do it. Yep. And it's boom, 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 done. And my, my brain, your brain, we just don't, yeah. they don't work that way. It's really is a talent. It's, it, it is. It's like a gift. I, I really mm-hmm. do believe it. I mean, I have one friend who like, whenever we go out to eat, you know, you always want to take a picture and your food comes out and it's like mine always looks like some bootleg version of hers or like yeah. I took it up off her phone. I took a picture of her screen like she, and the way she takes it, you think she had like a strobe light on it or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? I feel like you either got it or you don't. <laughs> but I feel like you got it. Like there's been times, especially um, it, during your like glow up that you've posted some like insane pictures. Like really, really well taken. Yes, I've always thought about th- that about your Instagram. I've always been like Natalie takes such good pictures. See, I, and, and I, I don't, don't think so at all. I feel really? like I have no skill like behind the camera. No, you do. I don't know. Sarah. Yeah, because and then I feel like m- me and my friends get together, and we're. I think it's just because we're older, but like no. we don't take pictures. Like I would never ask Alex <laughs> to like, take a picture of me. <laughs> Like it's just not yeah. what we do, but yeah, I've always thought that we you gotta start take getting more comfortable with the uncomfortable. You is that what it have is? Alex take a picture of you. I'm gonna start trying to create something. I don't know yeah. what it's gonna be, and it's yeah. not gonna turn out great. But I'll try. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I see some of these like TikToks and like the transition that these people do. Like they'll yeah. flip the phone up, catch it, and now they're in a different outfit. And it's like. 
how the hell yeah. do you do that? Like, yeah. honestly, how do you do I, – I, So I will me. say that when TikTok started, like, I was not I, – I, I'm only on TikTok for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only TikTok I have. Oh, besides my cleaning ASMR yes. one. But that doesn't really count. But I was always like, ugh, TikTok, like, another thing, another app, another whatever. I have since changed my opinion. And I remember when I was young – I have like boxes and boxes of tapes that like I used to make like these videos I used to make with like my brother with my friends or whatever like these homemade like funny videos and things like that and I love that there's like this app that like young people are getting on and just being fucking creative no matter what it is even if it's their fucking you know dancing videos did I dance like that in eighth grade no but just being creative, just yeah. putting videos together, just editing and whatever. Like it's such a fun process. And I, I love that people are able to go on there and like this generation is really like just being fucking creative. Right. I love that. And it's also just like documentation of life, life you know, in a yeah. sense, it's like kind of keeping um, like a journal mm-hmm. or uh, like a diary for it, like however young these girls are like they want to get on uh, you could watch a video that you made 10 years ago and be like oh that's where I was at in life that's what how right. I was dressing that's you know it is kind of yeah. cool it is like a home video yeah. in a sense my yeah. parents have so many of us I love watching them it's like right. write yourself a note and your future self a note it's the same kind of concept it yeah. is nice to be able to like reflect back yeah in totally. any way especially digitally because yeah it's nice to watch stuff we all like to watch stuff but some of these things they're doing like the flipping the phones and stuff i just yeah don't. i mean i'm never gonna yeah. be that person no and it really is a full-time job which is like you know all of these influencers or content creators or whatever like those are really full-time jobs yeah, like absolutely. I, even like doing all the editing and stuff for this podcast and the clips and the whatever like i have you know three days out of the week that i can do it you know, because then the other days I'm, I'm, I work to pay my bills, yeah. you know, like, but like it's if I, I could use all seven days of the week to do this right. and still have the same amount of work and like say the same amount of stuff to do. Like it's it's really a full time job. It's a lot of work. Yeah. I give those people a lot of fucking credit for right. being able able to do that. Yeah, I just like I said, I wish I was better at it because I know that you can make so much money and like mm-hmm. to do so many cool things just like right. these influencers where they're going the like the things that they're paid to do it's like paid well look fun. at tequila rob he was right. flown the reason he was in new york is because this tequila company flew him in put him up in a hotel for a like tequila unveiling of some anniversary edition of a, of a bottle that mm-hmm. they were putting out and how cool is that? Right. that that's what you did was just you got flown to new york put up in a hotel and went to a party to have fun right Un- unveil a bottle of tequila right how fun yeah it's true and it's like it's so much that a job like that is so in my opinion so much cooler than going and sitting in front of a desk for eight yeah. hours you know but it's just unlocking that creative mind yeah he I did what were on. some of his pointers his first pointer was to say something controversial, controversial. i have no problem doing that <laughs> yeah that but one I could hard. do. But it's hard because you want to say things, but people these days, not only are they like super judgmental, but they're so opinionated and like, because he, 
Rob had also mentioned that he has a lot of haters and he was yeah. like, be ready for a lot of hate and a lot of hate on your page and whatever. And he's like, I have so many haters and people just shitting on me and like what I'm saying. And it's not that I don't have tough skin for that because I definitely do. But the the people who write hate are so much louder and yeah. than the people who write the positive. You know what I mean? Like right. It's almost like people who have something negative to say can't help themselves but yeah. to say it. Yep. Like the people who get on Yelp with their right. bad reviews. Exactly. They need to yeah. say it. They have something negative to say and they need to say it. Yeah. And it's just such like uh, you want to say something controversial. You want to like really speak your opinion. But you're just also at the same time like, uh. I just feel like if you are a person posting, whether you're posting for a small or a large audience, mm-hmm. you're just out there in the public eye for any, like someone could view you in, in one way or another, you're going to get hate. You yeah. know what I mean? Like people always have some like nasty shit to say. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know what is up everyone's ass all the time, but people are always going to have some shit to say. So you know what? Yeah. There was a point in time where like it would ruin my day and I would lose sleep over like yeah. a nasty comment or like an anonymous DM that I've gotten because yeah. I've gotten thousands of yeah. nasty ones, 100% on all whatever account I'm on. Yeah. But now I'm just like, I don't even like bat an eye to it because it's like no yeah. matter what you do, people are going to find something wrong with it. No matter how yeah. you look, someone's going to think you're ugly. You, I think Megan Fox is the epitome of beauty. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's someone out there that thinks Megan Fox is hideous. So it's like everyone's totally. entitled to their opinion and you have to just. I just think it's the more extreme people who are, who have the most to say. I think it yeah. was, it was, um, Kristen Cavallari, you know who that is? From the hills. Well, from Laguna Beach originally, but that's a little past your, before your time. (laughs) Um, But yes, her stylist, his name's Justin Anderson, I think, and he like does her hair. And it was during, he had said something on his um, Instagram story when a lot of like political stuff was going on. And he was like, you know, take a look at the people in your life, the people in, you know, my life, whatever, the people who are your closest to. He's like, They're probably, like, very in the middle. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, nobody really thinks this way. Nobody says these ridiculous things. Like, think about the people that you know, whether they sit on the left or they sit on the right. They they don't, they're not extreme people. But it's the extreme people from both sides that make the most noise. And that's the problem. But think about the people in your life, the people that you know that are more conservative, the people that you know that are a little bit more liberal. Right. They're... They're not like that. They yeah. don't think that way. They're not like crazy people. Yeah, they're not jumping down the other right. side's throat. It's like, it's, but it's the extreme yeah. people who make the most noise. Yeah. And it's just the same thing, like with you know the hate and the people who have negative things to say. It's the extreme people who and have the most to complain about, the most yeah. to to say about. And it just, you know, has no one. Everyone forgot the expression. If you don't have anything nice to say, I don't know. say anything at all. Well, I read a quote recently that said. Anger is sadness that had nowhere to go for a very long time. Oh. And I thought to myself, like, that, like, really, like, I I just had, like, chills again. Like, it's a very sad thought that someone feels so strong, like, like, such strong anger and hate and and resentment because they were so sad for so long. So when I come across a person who's not so nice or or is bitter and lately there are a few lingering Mm -hmm. I genuinely and I don't mean this in like a passive aggressive way or like a petty like I feel sorry like no I genuinely like just feel for them that makes a lot of really do because it's like 
clearly there's something, there's some inner child of yours that needs to be healed. Mm-hmm. And I like, I empathize. So I'm not going to yeah. like spew it back. It's just not worth it for me. I'm sorry that you're yeah. dealing with with whatever you're dealing with that you probably don't even realize because again, sadness that had nowhere to go for so long. Yeah. And now you're just, it's just hate. That makes anger. so it's, much sense. You know? Because they always say that anger is a secondary emotion. Mm-hmm. So those super, super loud mm-hmm. people are sad. really sad. They're just really They're sad. They're really sad. They're and really that makes sad. me sad. And that you know? makes me that sad. Sucks. I don't want people to be sad. Yeah. yeah. So, but don't hate on Tequila Rob. Don't hate on Tequila <laughs> yeah. Rob because that, that guy is too good. Yeah. He's Fuck really you if you hate on Tequila Rob. Salt of the earth. <laughs> Walking <laughs> us to yeah. our lunch. But yeah, so just things to think about for sure. Um, Gave us a lot to think about, I think, as far as our social media and our... He, he, one thing that he said that stuck with me, because I'll like go and like post a bunch of things and I love quotes and I love like fun videos. I love my monkey videos. Mm-hmm. You know, I love my chimpanzees and like I'll post, post, post. And then I'm like, oh my God, before I know it, I have 10 fucking stories up and I'm that that annoying ass bitch right. who posts constantly. And he, and like, then I'll go and be like, okay, which one should I delete? Because now I'm annoying. Like, yeah. everyone's going to think like this. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's wrong with this girl? She's so obnoxious, you know? And that whatever. And it's like, no one actually is thinking about it because no yeah. one fucking cares. But me, ADHD brain all mm-hmm. over the place all the time. So he said that post constantly, post like crazy, post whatever yeah. you're into and like whatever you're doing, like make sure that you really love doing it. Because yeah. like people can sense the enthusiasm or the lack of. So those were like a couple of things that I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. You're I'm right. going to post my chimpanzee videos. And if you don't like it, unfollow me because right. I don't like you. Yeah. Fuck you. They're cute videos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> and that's that. And, and that's this is that. my personal page and my personal narrative. And I like my chimpanzees. Right. So if you don't buy. Yeah. then that's it. And I'm not going to go on and delete it eight hours later because yeah. I'm proud of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are some people that are annoying with some of their stuff, (laughs) but like, that's only for me to think to myself. So keep doing it. Like, please keep going on about it and keep doing all your posts. I may think it's annoying, but that's my opinion. And I'm not a person who's going to say it out loud to you anyway. So keep doing you. And if that makes you happy. Right. Exactly. I don't think you're annoying though. With anything that you post. (laughs) Anything. I think if not, I need more. Like if anything, I need more. All right. That's I need, all I needed to hear. I need more. That's all I needed to hear. Yeah, he did talk a lot about being um, consistent. But again, it's so hard when to do it every single yeah. day. It's really like a full-time fucking job. Right. I'm sure you know? if you were – if it was your only thing. It would know? be a lot easier. Of course. Yeah, but to juggle, to juggle it, it's, it's a lot. It's and I think about like the fitness influencers the mm-hmm. most because, you know, people are always like, oh, that's so hard. How do you do it? And it's like – and I'm not taking away from what anyone – does but if all you had to do was meal prep and go to the gym and post how good you look and Mm -hmm. you got paid to do all those things who wouldn't fucking look good you know what i mean like that's where i get like a little bit because these influencers who are like keep posting keep doing it blah 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 it's like if i had nothing but time to do these things i would i would you know but it's real and, and that was what we were talking about before we started recording today like oh i came in and i've been i've been going since fucking 7 a.m and i feel like i didn't even get anything done and yeah. yesterday i spent all day cooking and cleaning and meal prepping for the week and trying to set myself up because today is monday and i want like 
you know, to come in hot, but it's, yeah. there's just not enough time in any day to get anything done, I feel like. So it's really tough. And then as far as like, of course, we all want to like get paid to, to do the fun things that we like to do, but it's yeah. to constantly post and to have content every single day. How do you do anything else? You I know? don't know. And we're very lucky and fortunate that we don't have nine to five right. jobs, Monday through Friday, nine to fives that like that would be impossible like I or kids like yeah or said. kids like I get all my hour I work a normal hour work week yeah. but I do it in in three days I do yeah. it all at once so that I have my other days free but like we're fortunate that I'm we can do things like that you know that you have school mm-hmm. you work you know once you know a couple days, days a week whenever <laughs> you once. whenever you feel like <laughs> yeah. it once in a while really but you have the luxury to be able to, to yeah. do that and to have this time but like the people who work nine to five how do they get anything done and that's not even like trying to be an influencer or or posting any content how do you just live life right how do you work a nine to five job and still like cook for yourself and work out and keep yourself healthy and you know clean your apartment and you know do even like you said have a fun hobby that you can Mm -hmm. actually enjoy your fucking life how do you do it how How do do they do it how do you keep up with friends like i have some friends who get mad at me like haven't talked to you in bubble and it's like it's I'm sorry. I don't even have the second to think of fucking yeah. myself. Like I, I, I can't be reaching out to everyone. Hey, how are you? I would love to keep all these relationships, but it's like, it's tough. It really yeah. is tough. Like I, I genuinely, like I remember when my mom and dad first moved down to Florida, like, and I was taking on all like the household responsibilities. Oh I, yeah. The first week she was gone. I was like, mom, like, I don't know how you do it. I yeah. really don't. Like, I don't know how anyone working mom's, just people like I don't how do you adult how do you adult (laughs) I'm tired how do you adult because I'm tired and I give everyone everyone adulting no matter which way you're adulting I give a lot of credit let's all group hug let's all group hug and pat each other on the back and say you're doing a good job you're doing a good job and doing a good job we said in our mini-sode let's normalize Mm-hmm. a coffee break yeah yeah and stop normalizing this goddamn grind all the time because yeah. holy hell i'm tired holy hell i'm <laughs> i don't fucking have tired. time to nap and yeah. i need that nap yeah. so agreed agreed <sighs> um yeah i feel like that's all i've got on on that experience it was a great day it really yeah. was and then we went to um italy oh and, and I you've wanna, never been to italy i haven't been prior to that day but i want to return so bad we oh, wanted to yeah. go this past weekend but of course has he been time. no he oh hasn't he either. hasn't either yeah, that's oh why we wanted you to gotta go. t- you gotta take him yeah so we went to italy and we went to the rooftop so they have like their little bars in italy mm-hmm. their little wine bars which i personally love the most i love sitting at those especially in the winter those little like uh they all have marble countertops and like you do like little wine tastings and some little meats and cheeses yeah. and things like that. And then they have a rooftop restaurant, which is where we went. But every season they decorate it like insane. In the summer, they have all these like fun flowers. We just went. It's the fall. Um, they had all this great foliage. Yeah. And then the drinks we had there were good. So our drinks for this episode are actually going to be drinks that we drank there. And we um, have, yes, you know, video and some audio of what we drank. We'll tell you all about it. And then we'll post the recipes for them, too, so you can you can make them. But that was good. Italy was so, so tasty. Yes. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Very much so. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to return. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. So... I hope you enjoyed this Switch slightly up. shaken, gone rogue yeah. episode. Yeah. 
for this sure. was new for us, but um, I liked it. I thought it was such a good experience and a, taking a moment of gratitude that this is kind of like where this this brought us was yeah. meeting up with this guy and and getting down with tequila. Hell yeah, I life is it. so cool sometimes. Yeah, really, know? really is such a cool day. So. Thank you, guys. We will see you next week. And if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Bye.